everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. In this episode, we have a very wonderful guest, Sydney. How are you? I'm good, Nikki. How are you? I'm so good. So happy to have you here. So before we start, let's dig into you and just what you're all about. Well, that's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) My main goal in life is has really become this journey of wellness inside out mentally physically spiritually emotionally it's helped me overcome a lot of my own personal challenges just really developing that aspect of wellness in my life Mm -hmm. and that's something that really drew me back into the pageant world is that desire to want to bring that holistic wellness to other people and hopefully inspire those that have never tried it before and are interested or are going through a rough patch and maybe they've never tried journaling before or meditation and so that's really what I'm all about and just this continuous journey of life and growth because that's what it's about for me is just learning and being better each day. Yeah, yeah. And I I applaud you on that. I agree. I'm on the same path as you are. Right. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. Wellness is, I think, the greatest gift. Well, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself as a human. Absolutely. A lot of people, you know, they they don't really think it's important and they kind of put on the back burner. But I think it is so important to just dig into it and address it and, you know, invest some time and, you know, really just go for it. So, you did bring up journaling and all of that. And I guess that kind of ties into mental health a little bit. And mental health is something that I talk about all the time on my podcast. I feel right. like mental health is so important. And you can agree with me on that too. Absolutely. So, so what has your mental, I guess you can say mental health journey been? You know, what has it been like for you? You know, you brought up pageants and all of that. You know, how has that really, um, you know, taken you mentally? Well, whenever I talk about my mental health, I always end up bringing it back to the wellness because they are so interconnected for me and my journey and the the focus on the mind body spirit is really what helped me improve the quality of my mental health yes so mental health and wellness are totally intertwined and connected and and I really hope that when people think about their own mental health or talk about it with other people that we have those conversations that they are linked and Mm -hmm. it's not just something that goes on in your mind or if you have a physical obstacle it's not just a physical obstacle everything is so connected and and for me I've had my challenges in life which I think we all do but we all have (laughs) the beautiful thing is that those challenges are what bring you to the greater things in your life. So for me, I've gone through moments of being emotionally overwhelmed and not knowing how to deal with those in a helpful way. Absolutely. Therapy has been a huge help for me. I I had some challenges with yes. my perspective on food and body yep. image, which is so common and I think the more that we talk about it and also share those tools. So for me, like I said, it's been the therapy and the other regular tool is meditation. Yep. I started when I was 16 years old and it became a regular habit of mine around 18 or 19 years old. I'm 24 and it, 
it completely changed my life. It's something I, I believe has become slightly trendy right now, but I hope it stays longer than some other trends because it truly, it, it totally transformed my perspective on life. And for me, it's that, that mental exercise, just as exercise for a body, we go to the gym, we do yoga, we do all these things for our physical self, which also helps our mental health and mentality. But meditation is that practice for your mind and not to ignore the chatter, what's going on, but to really practice sitting with it. Um, We've definitely become uncomfortable, I think, with sitting with ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings and anywhere from one to five minutes a day Mm -hmm. start doing that. I think it will really open up your perspective just as it did mine. And that's something I really am bringing to the Miss USA table and even beyond because it's something that I love and want to keep talking about. Absolutely. And you really do do it all. I mean, you are involved in pageants, you model, um, you know, you really are very multi-talented <laughs> and I love Thank that. You. I love multi-talented people. I, I admire that so much. And you did write a quote and it said, when she realized that everything she needed, she already had within herself, she became unstoppable. And that word unstoppable is such a strong word and it's such a powerful wor- word. And I feel like, you know, it's that kind of ties into mental health as well, because I feel like when people, they, you know, address their mental health or they feel, you know, something's going wrong with them and they don't, you know, know what to do. I feel like they feel like they need to stop. Right. And I'm sure you've been through that. I've been through that. You know, you just want to shut down. So what's really your take on that? You know, what really motivates you within your journey? What's, you know, what really just brings you that passion and really that spark? Well, I mean, in everything, I think there is a moment to pause and reflect. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between getting stuck and stopping completely and stopping and reflecting and say, okay, what do I need to adjust? What do I need to change? You know, how am I feeling right now to then progress forward? Yeah. For me, realizing what my purpose is in life. I feel like it's something I'm still discovering and uncovering, but I've always, I've always wanted to inspire and uplift people. And I really discovered that the wellness Avenue and the meditation Avenue was that for me. And the more that I practice that in my daily life, that's what gives me that drive, that push, that motivation, because I see those changes in myself yeah, And how there were rough times when I didn't want to take care of myself or I didn't want to talk to people. And now I'm in this phase in my life where I want to talk to people about meditation and I want to tell them, you know, hey, I've been in a dark spot. I know what it's like to be stuck in those negative thoughts and those difficult habits that you think will never break. Yeah. But I promise you that when you try something different, even if you stumble, because guess what? There are days I don't want to meditate or cook a healthy meal or do those self-care activities. But eventually I do. And like anything else, it becomes that second nature habit. Yes. Yeah. So those are the things that really push me is knowing that I have this greater purpose in life to inspire and uplift people around me. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And again, you know, just like what you said, you know, it's really about finding that balance and finding that spark within yourself. And Mm -hmm. you know, just having good people around you, I think is is a huge thing. Exactly. Um, For me, you know, I've my family's like my number one and my friends are my number one. And Mm -hmm. I think just having a whole group of people that, you know, can relate to you. And if they can't relate to you, then that's okay. But they can at least listen and support, you know, that's yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And so let's dig into self-care because you are big into self-care and I am too. Yep. So you are an esthetician and I actually want to pick, pick, I want to pick your brain on this, but I also want to ask you as well, as far as your esthetician journey, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how did that begin for you? You know, you said you're 24. Did that start kind of more recently or was that something that you just always had an interest in doing? You know, how did that really come about? Well, it's definitely a combination of things. My dad is a retired hairdresser, so I grew up in the beauty industry. Okay. And then I did the modeling part-time. And right when I moved to New York City, at the peak of my career, my face broke out really bad. Okay. And it put my career on a plateau. And, of course, it was upsetting, no doubt. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a sign from the universe to try something different. And if that's another side of the wellness, it's the external wellness part. And uh, after that, when my face broke out, I decided that I wanted to figure out how I could take care of my skin and then in return help other people or at least relate to them. If if I can't help them 100%, I know what they're going through and just that understanding of being by or near someone who knows the skin struggles or anything it it's really helpful and I wanted to be that for anybody that would come see me so I went to the Aveda Institute in Manhattan it'll be four years ago this February oh wow and then I graduated in June I am licensed actually in New York and Pennsylvania because I went to school in New York but then I moved back to PA and I am currently working in the hometown that I grew up in. And I've been with my salon and spa for a little over three years, which is crazy. Uh, But that's my, that's my skin journey. And I, I knew it wasn't my be all end all because I have a lot of dreams and a lot of things I want to pursue, yeah. but it was definitely a step in the right direction for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I can relate to that 100%. I mean, I've been through times where my skin hasn't been the best. And right. just knowing that, you know, there are options out there and mm-hmm. there are people that can understand and, you know, try to help with that. I I can relate to that 100%. I mean, I could talk to you, I think, and I'm sure you're the same. I mean, I could talk to you for hours about skincare. I was thinking that. I was going to say. <laughs> Literally. I don't um, think 30 minutes is enough, but we'll make do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but skincare is, is very much part of wellness and even mental health as well. I mean, for me, I, every time when I am going through something and I feel like, you know, I'm going through like a mental state that I'm, you know, I want to get out of and I just want to, you know, take some time out for myself. I always do my skincare and skincare Mm -hmm. is very, I mean, it's therapeutic within itself, I feel, because you're taking care of your skin. And on top of that, you're also 
nurturing yourself and taking mm-hmm. time for yourself and you know prioritizing yourself and I'm sure you can relate to that as well and I wanted to ask you from an esthetician's perspective what is your like holy grail of holy grails like what is one thing or technique or product that just you love and is like your go-to well my new obsession I will admit is my gua sha stone oh yes I have been eyeballing them for about a year and a half and I did my research and I wasn't willing to spend over $100 on a gua sha stone, (laughs) but I went with this other one. I believe the company is called Wilding, W-I-L-D-I-N-G. Awesome. I'll link it. Yeah, it's this beautiful stone. It has one side that's got a little bit of a ridge on it and then one that's got a sharper curve for different angles. And I've been using that morning and night, I'm not going to lie, only the past week. But it feels not only good on my skin, but I can actually feel the stimulation in my muscles. Wow. And I did a little research at the start of my career. And I read in an article that said that facial massages are really one of the best anti-aging prevention techniques you can do. Because once again, just like exercise for your body, you yep. have all these muscles. I believe you have over 40 muscles in your face. Oh, my gosh. And you, you right. You use them to make these expressions, but the, the expressions aren't necessarily an exercise. Right. So That's that true. has been my latest go-to. But I'm really big on facials, whether it's an at-home facial because I oh, give myself facials too. at home. <laughs> yeah. Or I have my boss do them at work. Those have also really helped improve my skin overall. Just that little extra deep treatment. I like to exfoliate. I normally use some sort of organic enzyme to exfoliate and then a hydrating mask. But I have a lot of different products, so I could also talk about that for another hour. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I'm right with you on that. And it's it's funny we bring this up. The first thing I noticed about you was your skin. Like I like seriously, like I I'm like I'm envious, honestly. Like my skin's okay, but yours is just like on a whole other level. Like I have to I have to get with that. <laughs> well, thank you. I still I still have a little texture and bumps, but once again, it's yeah. normal. And I think that's another reason why I like to post as many unfiltered photos. Of course, I still use filters on days where I really want to or on a photo. Right. But yeah, my skin, my personal skin journey has been a long time coming. And it's really been the last two years that it's been at its best. Yeah. But the gratitude has grown because if I get one or two pimples now, I really don't blink an eye because, you know, what, five, six years right. ago, I yeah. would just have this inflamed acne. So it, it right. definitely made me more grateful for where I'm at. And then the, the tools that I was able to utilize to help improve my skin overall. Yeah. Yeah. And I also want to talk to you too about, you know, the difference between skincare and makeup, because I feel like a lot of people, they will either prioritize one or the other. Right. But I, and like, I'm sure you can agree with me on that. And I know for me, like when I was in my teens, 
all I did was makeup, 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 makeup. That was like my life. Right. I never prioritized skincare. I didn't know much about it. I didn't read up on it. I didn't do any research on it. And again, my whole goal in life was literally living, eating, sleeping in my makeup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So from your perspective as well, you know, did you ever go through a phase like that? And when you, if you did, how did you break out of that? You know, when did, when did you really start feeling like, okay, this is my time to prioritize and I'm going to take charge of this and this is what I'm going to do? In terms of my skincare and my makeup? Yes. Yes. And more skincare because I wanted to, because everyone, I feel like everyone goes through that phase. Right. You know, I feel like everyone goes through that makeup phase and I certainly did for like a good five, six years. And it wasn't until I started not only seeing like my friends get into their skincare and I don't know if that happened to you, but once I started seeing it become more of a thing, not only on social media, but also a topic of discussion with my friends, right? that's when I really wanted to get into it. And that's when I really wanted to jump into it. So more or less, you know, how did you really jump into your journey, you know, as far as not just like being an esthetician, but just skincare in general? Well, growing up, I remember my mom, always having a skincare routine and she would always wash her face in the morning at night. Her biggest rule was the never go to bed with makeup. (laughs) So I'm really glad that I was able to watch her do that when I was a kid, because I just took that on as I was in my early teens. I I had a very simple routine, but I always made sure I want to say from 12 to 13 on, I always made sure to wash my face in the morning and the night and then moisturize And then I didn't have a very in-depth makeup phase because I started modeling at 14 and a lot of that was fresh face, keeping it natural. And I wanted to keep my skin as clear as I could. So I think, not I think, I know that being in the modeling world helped me to embrace the more bare natural look, which I am. I'm very grateful for because that's actually more my go-to anyways. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. And I was Miss Pennsylvania Teen USA in 2014. And that that year when I was 16 would probably be the year I wore the most makeup yeah. due to appearances and traveling. Right. And then once again, my skincare routine was still pretty simple in high school. I would buy these random serums and products from TJ Maxx and I didn't know what they did, but I was thinking, okay, the packaging is pretty. It says it will do this. It, it really wasn't until I went to esthetician school that I learned in depth what serums to use for certain outcomes or certain skin types, when to put products on to wear SPF every day. So that's the, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to go to school is because I'm a very hands-on learner and I thought, okay, I'm really going to get the best knowledge and understanding for my own skincare if I go to school. So it's been, like I said, almost four years and, and it's been very up and down and a lot of this product and a lot of that product, but I finally feel a little bit more settled in my routine. And and I could tell because my skin is happy and it took yeah. a while. I think yeah. people really think that skincare is so cut and dry. And there are some people 
who genetically or naturally, they don't really have a lot of skincare issues. So they can try a bunch of different products. Right. And it really won't hurt them. Obviously, skin type, you still want to pay attention to because certain products are better for oily, normal, dry, sensitive, all that good stuff. I won't go into my whole tutorial. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was really when I went to school and learned up front how to use the products that really pushed me to create my own routine. Right. Yeah. And like, I want to bring this to, you know, in regards to makeup and skincare. And when I was young, um, I also did modeling too. Like I started modeling when I was about your age as well. I was about 14, 15 when I really started getting into it. And, right. You know, like I can relate 100%. Like there was, you know, when I turned maybe about like 16, 17, that's when I really started, you know, caking on the makeup. And it was interesting because, I, my mentality now versus then right. is so different. Like mm-hmm. if I had a breakout or something, I would literally take concealer and, you know, clog it up with more makeup, you know, to cover it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older and I've done research now, I'm like, okay, well now I'm just going to let my skin breathe for a few days, let it heal, right. let it, you know, get the nutrients it needs by putting on a cream or something and it'll go away. But it's so true because, you know, there's a lot of myths and a lot of things and I'm sure many, many people would, you know, if there's like a, you know, zit on their face, they would definitely put foundation or concealer over it. Yep. But you really do have to prioritize, you know, yeah, you have to definitely, yeah, get in with the skincare because <laughs> that will exactly. help you, the makeup. <laughs> and I'm to the point now, I'm very glad that I work at a salon and spa, but I will go to work with drying zit cream or some benzoyl peroxide spot treatment on my face and I'll blend it a little bit so it's not so obvious but you will absolutely see me with some cover up because unless I have some sort of event or I'm going on a date night and I want to dress up a little bit more I know I have a fresh face from day to day and obviously with appearances and being in the model not the modeling world, the pageant world, it's a good technique to know how to do your makeup. Right. Yep. But at the same time, because you're wearing makeup all the time, that skincare routine is so crucial because you are putting on product on your face every single day. Absolutely. So, Yeah. 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 So this is like kind of off topic. I wanted to ask you about your pageant experience. Now, you were crowned Miss Pennsylvania USA 2021. Yes. And I love that picture. Congratulations, by the way. I I love that picture of you. And you're like, have your hands and you're, you're, I think you're crying. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I was sobbing. Yeah. (laughs) And that picture is just like, oh, it's, it's so raw. And it's so just, you can like feel the emotion through the phone. You can. And I want to ask you, you know, in that moment when you got crowned, mm-hmm. what was that like for you? I was a mix between so at peace because I had acted and said everything from my heart, which is the intention I put out there. And that's what I followed through with. So I was so at peace and at the same time ecstatic. Because I had spent a whole year prepping for this pageant. I'd really put my heart and soul into it. I had worked with Elena LaQuatra, who was Miss Pennsylvania USA in 2016. We did numerous Zoom calls. I went to see her in Pittsburgh. And I really devoted the past year to this competition and the fact that 
all of that time and energy and effort and money because it is a big investment paid off. It was this beautiful feeling of peace and excitement at the same time. Yeah. I I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I don't do pageants, but I, I can honestly, like, I can feel that, you know, that's hard work, that's determination, that's devotion, that's motivation right there. And for you to just accomplish that, um, and you're only 24. I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, that's like such a, I mean, that's such a huge accomplishment and that's totally something to be extremely proud of. So throughout your pageant, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. So throughout your pageant journey, um, you know, what was that like for you? You know, how does it transform you into the woman you are today? Pageants really pushed me an extra notch in terms of the skills I already knew I possessed, but mm-hmm. I didn't pay enough attention to. Okay. So from the public speaking skills to the interpersonal skills to that extra poise and confidence you need on stage. I always, not always, a good amount of my life, I felt comfortable within myself, but being in pageants and being on that stage was a way to really hone in on that. Yeah. And to say, oh, wow, I can really public speak and captivate an audience. I remember answering my top five question this past summer at Pennsylvania. And I took a pause before I answered. And then I opened up into the whole audience. And as I spoke, I could feel that everyone understood and was grasping and was paying attention to what I said. And that is the most empowering thing you can ever witness. And I thought, wow, if I can have this much positive effect on people then pageantry clearly is part of my journey and something that I need to pursue because of what it offers and and the path that it can lead to something else yes so that's what really drew me back is it gives me and a lot of other women that opportunity to really hone the skills that we already have it's like that quote that you said earlier that I posted when she realized everything she already needed was already within, she became unstoppable. I'm a huge believer that we have absolutely every single tool we need within us Mm -hmm. and the people outside of us, the experiences we have, if that's a pageant experience really help enhance and bring that out. Mm -hmm. And that's what pageants really did for me and they continue to do yeah and that's beautiful um I think unstoppable should be like the the key like the title of this podcast right because, <laughs> you know like it's just there's just so much that's it's just so true you know and um I, it's just yeah pageant, I mean again I, I never did pageants but I have so many friends in the pageant world and they've always told me how you know inspired they become and you know just them as a person you know how much they grow and mm-hmm. I really think in life it's all about growth you know and yep. any you know not just in pageants but in in general you know life is such a, a crazy um unknown journey but you definitely have to make the best out of it and with what you have and 
just go for it. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. I agree. So before I let you go, I have one last question to ask you. So what would you say is one quote or word that you live by? Well, I created this quote as a way for me to live by in my life today. And as I continue on in my journey and I made it up, so I might be misquoting a word, (laughs) but for me, it's if you speak and act with a compassionate heart, you can do no wrong. Ooh, I like that. So that is something I've really been living by really the last couple years because I've learned whether it's at my job with my clients or with my family that the more compassionate and understanding you are with yourself and with other people, it really opens up the connection to those around you. Yeah. I think we have a tendency to lean towards criticism or judgment towards people or ideas that we don't understand or have never experienced before, which is natural. It's a way to protect ourselves. Yeah, it's human nature. Exactly. But I found for me, you know, if I'm having a conversation with somebody and, oh, for instance, they're talking about a dog breed and I say that I don't like the dog breed. Well, that's not going to do anything. But if I am open and am kind and compassionate with that person and about the conversation, it just leaves that much more openness for growth and for understanding. And once again, for coming together, because right now we're still in a time where yeah. People are afraid of one another and and we're lacking some of that connection. So if we can be kind and compassionate to ourselves, then that can really spill over into all of our interactions with other people and really reconnect us in a time when we need it more than ever. Yes. Yes. I wish there was like a, like a little applaud button. Yeah. <laughs> oh that, my gosh. We should see if we can add those features to yeah. that. That would be pretty cool. I, I honestly think I can, but I have to look, I have to see. I'm like so bad with technology. It's like laughable, but oh my oh, gosh. I love girl, that. I'm though. learning. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally you have to learn as you go. Learn as you go along. Exactly. Um, but, but again, Sydney, this has been amazing and you are amazing. And again, you are just like this ray of light and I'm it's just been I've been so grateful to have you on the show well thank you again it was wonderful you two are a ray of light and Uh, I would gladly come back and talk for three hours anytime (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I would love that yeah we do like a whole skincare thing a whole five-hour podcast on skincare (laughs) we definitely could I could go through every product I have and (laughs) do a tutorial for the podcast Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. But again, this has been amazing. And I will link everything below. And I will definitely have you on again. I would love that. Yeah, I would too.